Hey. Hello, guys. What's going on? I'm Brian Ozone. And I'm King Adam. And we're Masters of the Galaxy. And this is the uh, Friday Night Fun Podcast that we do on Friday nights. So uh, let's uh, take it away. And uh, last week we started with the King Grayskull figure and the beginning of how the classics line started with the He-Man that the Four Horsemen showed at uh, San Diego Comic-Con that nobody knew about. The following year, they brought King Grayskull uh, for sale. So we decided that we'd give give you guys a little bit of you know info on the character and things like that. So, uh, King, take it away, buddy. All right, uh, King Grayskull. Um, this character, there's been a little, little bit of a, a debate on this uh, King Grayskull character. Um, some people seem to like him, some don't. Um, I don't know. It's, I like him. I think he's uh, a good character. He's important part of uh, the mythos he's uh, uh, an ancestor to uh, Adam and Adora and uh, you got to have a starting point right with the with the characters um, we'll just right. touch, um, they um originally uh, what they were doing was King Grayskull was supposed to supposed to take the place of hero because they weren't um gonna make or maybe get to hero so they kind of already had king grayskull in the 2000x cartoon so they kind of decided to use him as the hero character and like you said like tie in the uh the bloodline of Adam and Adora. And uh, that's kind of where He-Man gets his look from when he um, does the transformation. Um, and it's, uh, I, I think it kind of, it, it works. I liked, I like the idea. I mean, I'm more of a fan for Hero. We did eventually get Hero and Eldor, which was great finally to get them. And, uh, We'll soon have the uh, 5.5 vintage figures of him through Super 7 as well, finally. Um, but the King Grayskull figure, I think, was really uh, a really cool figure to start off with. Um, you know, he was basically the first to wield the sword of he or, you know, whatever, you, the power sword. I hate that that, that phrase, the, the sword of he. Um but he was the first to wield the power sword. Um, and then when he died, he uh, relinquished the power to the council, which was cool. And his wife, Vina, um, put the sword away into that uh, wooden box that the sorceress gives Adam in the 2000X cartoon. So that's kind of like a little bit of the uh, background for uh, 
King Grayskull. So just a little bit of a bio on uh, King Grayskull is uh, Castle Grayskull was once home to King Grayskull, an ancestor of Prince Adam and Princess Adora. In the episode Power of Grayskull, he defeats the Snake Men led by King Hiss, but lost his sword in battle. His triumph was short-lived and he would die defending his kingdom from a subsequent campaign waged by Hordak. Upon his death, King Grayskull transferred his mystical energies into his power sword, which now forms the basis of He-Man's power. Thus, the transformation cry by the power of Grayskull refers to the king, not the castle. Fina became the first sorceress, and his advisors became the Council of Elders. The sorceress introduced the story to Prince Adam by showing him the statue of his titanic ancestor inside Castle Grayskull. Right, and that was the 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 bronze uh, figure. That they came out with that was like a uh, you know like a, a tribute to uh, the statue in the cartoon that they came out with with the variant, um, which I thought was pretty. That was a cool nod that they did, and um, you know I, I, he's a little bit taller than the rest of the figures, which is pretty cool. Not by much though. I mean, he doesn't tower over him, but he's he is a hair or two bigger. And um, it kind of symbolizes that, you know, he's the beginning of everything. Um, the episode that he was in, The Power of Grayskull, I thought was one of the best episodes of the 2000X series. Uh, it's my favorite episode by far um, because they they tell the story of Grace, King Grayskull and the Horde is in it as well. And they face off, and it's 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 just a really cool episode. I think it's my favorite by far. Um, and uh, it's um, it's cool too. Uh, you know, I forgot which figure, but one of the figures came with the orb. Um, later on in the series, one of the variants, and I think one of the sorceresses came with the. Uh, the holder, like you could put the orb in. So it, you know, it, it was cool the way that they did it. You got everything eventually. Uh, and then the, when we got Castle Grayskull, it had its own another holder as well. So it, it was it was cool. And and uh, the uh, the the Mega Constructs version that of uh, Castle Grayskull we're getting has the orb too in it. Um. I enjoyed it. I, I I really enjoyed the the uh, the, the character. Um, I just wish that they didn't try to replace Hero with him, and made him a separate character altogether. But uh, I guess they didn't really think that they were going to get to Hero or get to make him or something, whatever the case was. Um, but I. Uh, I'm glad that they finally did. I guess in one of the proposed uh, storylines, they were going to make Hero turn into King Grayskull later on. They could have, yeah. So that's, and then they decided to, you know, make them two separate characters. Yeah, um, I, yeah. One, they must have had something up their sleeve or something. But um, 
I, I, I remember that uh, Hero was replaced by King Grayskull. That was the, uh, that was the, uh, the story that they were going to go with. Um, I didn't, I, I, I don't think that they were going to think that the line was going to make it, you know, 10 years plus what it's going on now. So, um, or if they were going to be able to do the very, uh, prototype figures like Hero and Eldor and the all Errol McCarthy figures that we got. So, and that way we will get this year. Um, you know, I, like I said, I enjoy the figure. I think it's cool. I'm glad we got him. I think it was a cool first figure um, because you basically was able to get two of the first figure. You got the regular version and the bronze version, the statue version. And if you're a Mattel employee, you got the blue version. Um, but, you, you know, he... Um, and I and the the box he came with is great, you know, with the, the the lightning and the noise and the lights and everything. It was really cool what they did with that figure. I really like what they did. One thing that's uh, just a little confusing sometimes is is the way he has those different swords. Uh, some of the figures he has the techno sword. Other times he has the normal power sword, and then in the show. King Grayskull has the Techno Sword when it's actually supposed to be, you know, He Man got the Techno Sword because he lost. Right. Skeletor has both halves. Right. So it's a uh, it's a little confusing. It's a little hard to, yeah, you're right. It's like why would King Grayskull have that Techno Sword? Is what I confuse confuses a little bit uh yeah definitely yeah i wish you know like i said like the, the you know they came well it, that was all uh what, what's his face uh my uh my arch nemesis the toy guy whatever toy guru or whatever the hell scott knight like you know yeah. he called you know he decided to make it called the sword of he and got rid of the twin halves of the power sword which i wish they would have kept i, I really enjoyed that uh that story arc that they came out with in the beginning with the toys with the mini comics and stuff i thought that was really cool and i wish they would have kept that story but uh sky not scott and i like wanted to do his own thing with all the bios and everything so he was a control freak when it came to stuff like that and uh nobody else had say in it which uh i think is pretty sad because there was a lot more people out there that had more intellect of uh master history that could have came up with better ideas for the bios and storyline for the classics figures but um uh i guess uh with that being said do you have anything else to say about that i mean um i think we pretty much covered it right yeah just maybe uh what do you what do you think of Battle Lion? Is, Battle Lion, is I think I, I liked I liked him. Um, the only thing I didn't like was how big he actually was. I think he was too big. Um, I don't think that he they they drew him way too big. Like how <laughs> actually you know like how the vintage Battle Cat and uh, you know it was like the big gym figure, and then you had the vintage He Man on him. 
Like that's that that's what it reminded me of. I don't know if they did that on purpose mm. or it was a joke or but uh I, I just think that the toy version is cool, but the cartoon version I think is a, a little they went a little overboard making him that big. Yeah. Besides the size, I, I thought maybe they could have just did something completely different, just to not be so copy not 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 to copy Battle Cat so much, maybe uh some kind of woolly mammoth or like a saber tooth cat, something more. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, they they could they could have done something different. Yeah, use a different type of animal or something maybe. Yeah, yeah, I do agree with you on that. It would have been cool. Um, it would have been different, and uh, it would have been you know a little bit fresh. You know, it would gave the story a little different uh, feeling. Um. Because they did, you know, they say that there was other He-Man supposedly in in time. So, did they have uh, animals? And if they, if so, what were they? You know, what were they? Or, or were they a cat, too, or some type of cat, or a saber tooth, or you know, something? Or were they, you know, like you said, a woolly mammoth, or a rhino, maybe, or something? I don't know. Yeah, something different would have might have been just a little more unique. Yeah, definitely. I I I'll agree with you on that a hundred percent. Definitely do. I it would have definitely made it like a little little fresher and add a little something new instead of you know the same same basic uh, idea as He Man. Yeah. So yeah, I I agree with you. It would have been cool to have a little bit of different uh, a different animal. But overall, I, I like King Grayskull a lot, and uh, I like uh, I like how they did him being an ancestor and, and passing down the the power. Yeah, no, I think they, I think that he, you know, that that's when I I remember reading the bio and it, it, for the first time, and I was like, oh, it's pretty cool, you know, because uh, you know, the, you, you only had the one cartoon episode with him, and you really didn't know much about him, and then. Um, how they did the bio and tied everything in. It, it, it was pretty cool the way that they did it. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was fun. Um, and it was, it was really, it was done well. It just, it wasn't put together fast. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they took their time in writing it and making sure that it, uh, that uh, going forward, that they would be able to tie things into it and everything. So yeah, overall I liked everything. You know, every aspect about it, I, I like. I think it was, I think it was well done. Right. All right. So let's, uh, okay. let's take a break and we'll be right back. All right. All right, we're back. All right, so uh, we're going to talk about us for a few minutes, uh, about our favorite toy line. Um, you want to start off, King? What was your favorite toy line or toy well, lines or whatever? Well, I... Well, when I was young, 
younger, uh, I mean like uh, seven or eight years old, I started off with Star Wars figures, and then from there I got into uh, Master of the Universe. Um, I'd say by, by the time I was a teenager, I, I was pretty much done with the uh, action figures and such. And then, uh, you know, 2008, we had the Masters of the Universe Classics launch, and um, that kind of brought me back into the action figures and collecting. So, uh, you know, if you want to talk about favorite toy lines, I, I would say Masters of the Universe Classics. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I have to agree. I mean, I, I pretty much had the same story as you. Uh, Star Wars, Amigo, and, and then He-Man. Um, I do I love the vintage line, um, but uh, the new adventures was pretty cool. They had some pretty weird articulation. Um, 2000X figures were great. Uh some of them were really bad. I mean, extremely bad when Mattel took over and they did all those weird variants with the mechanic, the brown mechanic, and the, all the the reverse uh, two bad colors. Um, I like that line a lot. The Four Horsemen did that line, uh, and then Mattel did certain ones like uh, the John Lithgow uh, King Hiss. And um, I forget what other ones they did, but they 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 did a few too. They they snuck in and did some. Um, and then yeah, I would have to say classics. Um, I love the classics line. I love the fact that uh, the four horsemen throw in all these relics and and weapons and such from the. You know, the old filmation cartoons. I love that so much. Um, uh, we're getting the movie figures, which really, really rock. They, they look really solid. Um, the, the, the God Skeletor is just amazing. Uh, he's really, he looks really cool. Um, and that, uh, you know... I'd have to say the classics is my favorite. And then I I love the reaction figures, man. For some reason, I know the cheesy five parts of articulation, but they uh, I just love the line. I really do. And um, what they showed at Toy Fair when I spoke to Brian, uh, those, those new figures look awesome. I can't wait to get them. And I asked him, is there any future plans for a Gray Skull or a Snake Mountain? He said, "No, not now." Um, I'm, he's probably got other things that he's trying to do. Um, but uh, I also have to give it up to the Mega Constructs figures, man. I love those things; they're really cool, really cool. And guys, you definitely got to go on PaulMartStore.com because. It's cheaper. I think it's like $20, dollars $20, $25 cheaper in there. And it's free shipping to your house. So you don't have to go to the GameStop near your house if you get to go through GameStop. GameStop. So um, you can cancel it like I did. Uh, I went to Paul, toys, uh, Paul March store and ordered it. 
And then I went to GameStop and canceled my order. So if you guys didn't want to do that, they'll, uh, they do accept it and we'll do it. And, um, you know, back to the classics line. I think, you know, the figure, the great, the great thing with those was that we got Hero and Eldor before, you know, that was the first time they ever made those figures. And, um, um, what are the other figures that they made? Uh, uh, Lizard Man. You know, they just made a whole bunch of cool shit that they didn't make any, you know, any other toy line. So that's why I think it's pretty cool. That's the funnest part about the classics line is it just has everything from concept figures. Yeah. Uh, ones from the show that were never made. Uh, yeah. Completely new figures like Drago Man. Um, right. Just, it's just Yeah, I, I I was a little disappointed in that line actually. Um besides Drago man, I think that was the best figure out of all of them. That that uh that they came out with. They came out like Sir Mix a lot or whatever his name was. Yeah. Um and and then um that horde scissor guy <laughs> with those huge <laughs> gigantic Looks like they can cut like a tree in half. Yeah. Um, I really wish they would have made them smaller or gave us different hands or something. But uh, um, but yeah, no. Look, the, the the classics line is is amazing, and uh, the Castle Grayskull is great. And now we're gonna get uh, Snake Mountain, which is gonna be six hundred dollars plus shipping. So. You're probably talking about a thousand dollars for one of them. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So I do hope a lot of people pre-order it so it gets made because I definitely want one. Um, you know, who knows what that? What else they're gonna throw in? Um, I know we're getting the table and the throne room, um, but who knows what else they throw in there? So we'll see. I hope I'm wrong, but I I just have a feeling that uh, they might not make the numbers for this uh, pre-order, and so they might try again with you know scaling back with without some of the accessories again. You know, take yeah, it's a it's a possibility. I mean, um, like I said, it's going to be close to a thousand dollars or more just to ship it. So, um, you know, it's a lot of money for a lot of people. So. And, you know, we may not get it. They may have to uh, go back to the drawing board on that one. Yeah. But the classics line I love because they made cam uh, my favorite figure, uh, Camel Con. Um, try and think what are, what are the other figures they made. That, uh that three pack from last year, the Errol McCarthy uh, drawing um, card backs art that they uh, unproduced figures. Uh, I think we're getting them again this year in the three pack. So uh, it's pretty cool. I reached out to him to come on the show as well, but hopefully he'll uh, he'll uh, come on. One day, it'd be great to have him on because he did a lot of good stuff for Masters. 
and maybe he can give us some um, intel on the uh, the card backs that he made that wasn't produced. Maybe he has some of that art still. I don't know. But um, uh, yeah, man, the class uh, the classics is a great, great line. But the the reaction figures, man, I just love them. For some reason, they're so cheap and, and cheesy and and you know, old school. But I guess that's what I like, you know. Growing up, when we had uh, the first figures that they made were uh, Poc- Nego Pocket Heroes and uh, Star Wars that had five po- five points of articulation too. So it kind of like brings you back a little bit. So I liked it. I, I still love it. And Brian said that there's going to definitely be some surprises for uh, PowerCon. So, and also uh, for San Diego. So we'll have some special stuff coming up. We'll see what it is. We still have time, though. I think they. It's time to make a vehicle for those uh, reaction figures. You know, it wouldn't it wouldn't take much to make uh, something small to go with them guys. I would like honestly. I would like the sky slide because you can make it the the good guys and the bad guys had it. You know, it, it's a universal vehicle, so it'd be pretty cool to get that. And I don't think it would be that much to, uh, you know, uh, too much money to make because uh, it's, it, 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 I mean, the front of it would probably be the only decorated part. The rest could be, you know, reused uh, Legos that they had. But if they did make a vehicle, which one would you want? Oh, I. How about Laser Bolt? That's kind of a small one. Really? That's pretty cool. I don't collect the the Motu reaction figures, but uh, they're cool. No. no, I'm talking about the Mega Constructs. Oh, the Mega Constructs. Yeah. Yeah, no, it'd be totally cool if they did something for the reaction figures, but uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't think so. I think they're just going to do the figures for now. But the Mega Constructs, uh, that's what I was saying. Uh, the, for a vehicle, I would love for Sky Slide. Yeah. What vehicle would you like to see? For the, reaction, for the Mega Constructs? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I like them all. I... It's hard to say. Well, that's why, I, that's why I said the sky sled because villains and good guys, but they both use it, so it's like a universal thing. I mean, I'd like to see an attack track or a spy door, but of course they're not going to make something I would, motorized. I would like to see uh, an attack track filmation, filmation, yeah, style. That's what I would like to see. I've always liked the Talon Fighter too. That's uh, that seems something more doable since we got the Wind Raider. Uh, but then, yeah, they'd have to make Point Dread, too. Well, we got the castle, so, so. might as well go ahead and do the... Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I mean, maybe that's in the future. Maybe that's in the, you know, in the works. Did you uh, see anything shown from Mattel? I don't, since I couldn't get in, uh, they, they, they wouldn't let me in. Yeah, I, I watched their video. There wasn't anything I'm interested in. Just uh, There were some mega constructs, but they weren't mo- – nothing Motu they showed. Just uh, – I don't know. Nothing really stood out to me. Yeah, it's a shame that Mattel gave away He-Man. I can't believe they gave away the rights. It's amazing. It's their moneymaker, and they let somebody else have it. Now Brian's making money over head over heels, or whatever it's called. It's, it's, it's crazy. But um, do you have any finished, uh, any last words? Yeah. Um, back to uh, King Grayskull for a little bit. Um, in 2012, they made the Temple of Darkness Sorceress, and she came with an orb holder. That right, that, right, and that fits with the uh, the 2010 King Grayskull that came with the orb. And uh, something interesting with that orb holder is there's some writing on there, and uh, Scott Knightlick had addressed it at at one time that it actually means something. There's a you can decipher it somehow, and uh, he said he w- he w- might reveal it at some time, but he's going to just let it go and see if somebody else can figure it out. And the only so, uh, and the only th- that, yeah, I remember hearing about that. Sorry, uh, the only thing I can can come up with with that orb holder is uh, some of the writing on it seems to be similar to uh, some of the writing in the masters of the universe movie where we see Skeletor's throne room and, and there's right. some of those designs on the wall. Right. Uh, right. That's, that's what, I, that's what I thought when I first saw it as well. But, uh, I, I actually just watched that today <laughs> <laughs> for like the 70,000th time. Yeah. I don't know how to begin translating any of that to, to mean anything, but who knows? I, I don't know. We might, now, let me ask you a question. I I I, I didn't look. Uh, I I can't get to my Gwildor. Uh Now the new movie Skeletor that that's coming out with the uh, the Cosmic Key is that a completely new Cosmic Key? I believe so. Um, I think so too. It's, it, it seems smaller. Like there's something missing off the top of it. But uh, I believe the video had mentioned that is. It's more movie accurate. Something yes. different about it. Um, yes, yes. That's, that's what they wanted to do, more more movie. I think it looks great, to tell you the truth. It's smaller. It's not big and bulky. It's, I think it's good, the way it is. So, any other last words? Uh, I don't know. Do you know those movie uh, Skeletor figures? <clears throat> Are they pretty much the same body and then uh, with just different heads? The you know the blood. Uh, yeah, they could be. It's just that Skeletor was wearing a cape, so I couldn't really tell. But uh, I would think so. 
I would I would definitely think so. And um I forgot the actor's name that uh was that was Blade. Uh he actually was uh Skelegod or or whatever you want to call him, Skele- God Skeletor. He actually played him uh in the movie because Frank Langella couldn't uh, use the. He didn't know how to fight, and uh, I, geez, I forgot his name. Anthony. They get, Anthony uh, Gelongus. Anthony. Yes, yes, Anthony Gelongus. Um, he he uh, he was uh, God Skeletor. He's the one that was behind the makeup in that in the fight, and apparently, that. Uh, that scene was the last scene that wasn't filmed by Cannon, and that scene uh, 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 Goddard paid for out of his own pocket to make. So um, it, you know, it, it that was cool. And if you wait for the credits, Skeletal Head pops up and says, "I'll return," but uh, we never got a second one. And I heard the second one was terrible anyway, so people who read the script. <laughs> Skeletor becomes like Lex Luthor or something. I don't know. But uh, I guess that's it, man. Yeah. Um, come back on Monday, and uh, we'll be here for Monday's podcast. And uh, have a nice weekend. Until next time, guys, rock on, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.